Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. Astro had just finished up a long trip to visit her sisters, Anna and Elsa and her friend Black Horse, and she had just gotten home through a yellow portal. When she got home, it was very cloudy, even though it was only like the afternoon, and it was very dark, even though it was only the afternoon, because there were so many clouds. She thought, I think it's going to rain. I better get inside, get a little fire going, cook dinner. She did, and it did start to rain. And the rain was normal at first, until she noticed that the raindrops seemed to be getting bigger. They seemed to be getting heavier, heavier than normal raindrops. She didn't pay much attention to it because it was just rain. Although she could remember the one time it rained a lot and she saw the clock tower in the sky. But she paid it no attention. She went to bed. She has a beautiful stable in her house with big fluffy pink pillows, a little candle for a nightlight, some good hay to munch on, and a little bucket of water if she gets thirsty. She laid there and she fell asleep, and she dreamed of her grand adventures with her friends. She slept for what felt like a long time. And then she started having a dream where she got uncomfortable and she was cold, but she didn't know why she was uncomfortable and cold in her dream. And then she woke up and she realized that she was wet. And she thought, did I wet my bed? I haven't wet my bed since I was a little pony. She realized she hadn't wet her bed, but her bed was indeed wet. Maybe there's a leak in the ceiling, she thought. She used her magic to turn on the lights in her house. And that's when she saw her house was filling with water. There wasn't any leak in the roof. The water was actually coming in through the front door. Oh no, she said, what is this? She got up, splashing in her room. She went through her house. Her whole floor was covered in water. She went all the way out to her front door, and she couldn't see the beach. She could only see the water. All the way out to the ocean. She thought to herself, "Uh uh-oh, my house is flooding. She looked around. The beach was gone. The water was rising all the way to the fields. She thought, this isn't good. Water has never done this before. It's never gotten this high. I need help. She called two friends. One, she called... I know. She called Shu and Barnaby, and she called the Aquanauts. Both came right away when they heard what was going on. They were worried about their friend, too, so they made haste. Chu and Barnaby showed up first, out of the yellow portal, with umbrellas, because they knew it would be raining. They splashed down into the water. Chu immediately said, Oh no. Oh no. Astro, your house is partly underwater. Astro said, I know. And it's getting worse. I don't know what to do. Did you bring any wishes? Chu said, I did. I brought a bubble wish. Actually, I brought three bubble wishes, but I'm not sure how they're going to help. Just as that moment, 
the guppy came up out of the water. And instead of coming up to the beach where it usually did, it parked right next to Astro's house because the water was so high. Captain Barnacle, Dashy, Quasi, and Peso all jumped out. Oh no, said Quasi. It looks like the whole plate, your whole land is flooding. The water isn't just meeting the trees, it's covering the trees. Peso was pointing over to where the trees met the water. The water had indeed risen above the roots of the trees, and it was getting higher. And that's when Peso noticed. And look, it's getting higher faster. They could see the water slowly going up Astro's house and up into the fields. The rain had no intention of letting up. It came down in bigger, bigger buckets of water. Big splashes. Astro said, I don't know what to do. I think my whole land is going to be covered with water, and I don't know how to stop it. True said, I brought some bubble wishes. Bubble wishes can protect things from things like water, but I don't think bubble wishes can get big enough to protect a whole land. That's when Dashy said, well, wait a minute. Can you use your magic, Astro, in addition to True's wishes and make the bubbles really strong and really big? Astro said, that might work. True said, yeah. And Barnaby said, I don't like it here. I'm getting wet. I'm a cat. The Aquanauts, True, Barnaby, and Astro all went to the center of the fields. True called upon three wishes. They were all bubble wishes. They were all smiling, glowing yellow, and happy to help. And they all turned into bubbles. Astro said, okay, here we go. I'm going to use my magic. She waved her head. Her magic horn glowed. And the bubbles grew. The bubbles got... The bubbles could already grow really big just by themselves, and True let them grow as big as they could, but they were nowhere near as big to cover the whole as, as they could be to cover the whole land. But when Astro used her magic, the bubbles grew really big, really fast. They covered the field, they covered the forest, they covered the, all parts of Astro's land, including the part of her house that was flood, flooded. They even pushed the water back, back out to the ocean. And they made a perfect little protective sphere. But there was a problem. Even though the water had been pushed back, and it was like a big aquarium, they could walk up to the edge of the bubble and look right into the water. They could see the fishes. It was like going to the zoo or to the aquarium at Cabela's. But there was a problem. The rain was kept, kept coming. Splash, 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 splash. And they saw the water rise up around the bubble. And they realized that they were in a bubble a huge bubble that was going to be underwater soon. This causes a new problem, said Captain Barnacles. What happens if these bubbles disappear? Are they strong enough to hold all the water that's going to be on top of them? Astor said, I'm not sure. And True said, I don't know. These bubbles weren't made to do this. Barnaby said, at least we're not getting wet anymore. We don't have to use the umbrellas because the bubbles are keeping the rain off of us. As the water rose, there was a problem. Little holes started to poke all over the place and let water in. Dashy said, Oh no, we gotta do our best to plug up these holes. Luckily, the holes were only appearing around where the guppy was and where Astro's house was, not around the rest of the huge land they were covering. As Dashy went to cover one, she tripped and scraped her knee. But she was okay. A little bruised, a little cut. She started using, um, what would she use to plug up the holes, Aaliyah? 
corners. Why would she use corners? Let's say she used flowers. She picked flowers from the fields and plugged up the holes in the bubble. The bubble had water that was very high now. They could look deep into the ocean, and the water was way, way above their heads for the big bubble and still rising. It was probably the size of a two-story building worth of water. They knew that this was a lot of water, millions upon millions upon millions of gallons of water pressing on these magic bubbles, and it was continuing to rise. The bubbles began to quiver and shake, but the water continued to rise. New holes appeared, and they plugged them up with flowers as best they could. Peso bandaged up Dashie's knee so that she could keep working. Captain Barnacle said, We may need an escape plan. If this bubble collapses, we will be crushed by all this water. Astro said, We need to get above the water line, just in case. Let's make a cloud and all get on it. Captain Barnacle agreed, so did True and Barnaby. Astro made a cloud. They all got on it and floated towards the top of the bubble that covered her entire land. They were very high, but they were only at the horizon of the water. Just as the water was about to cover the top of the bubble of all her land, something happened. The clouds began to break and the sun began to shine. But there was still the problem of all this water. The rain had stopped, but Dashi and all the Aquanauts were not safe. They could get hurt real bad if these bubbles popped and the bubbles were shaking very badly. That's when they saw it swimming around the top of the bubble as if it were a bird in the sky, even though it was underwater. It was the ginormous turtle. The giant turtle saw his friends flying on the cloud inside the bubble and said, What are you doing up there, and what is this bubble? Astro said, Great turtle, it's your friend Astro. We made this bubble to keep the water from destroying the land, but now we're worried the bubble's going to collapse. Can you help us? The great turtle said, yes, I can. The great turtle swam to the base of the bubble, not too far away from Astro's house. It was sandy, seaweed and rocks, and the turtle started to spin. Spin, 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 circles and circles, tossing up ocean, rock, and sand, and kelp, and rock, more rocks anyway, until she revealed a huge plug in the bottom of the floor or a huge drain, actually, and it was clogged. It was clogged with all kinds of seaweed gunk. The great turtle said, This is the ocean drain. It's plugged, which is why the water was rising so high in this great rain. She tried to pull off some of the seaweed. He tried to pull off some of the seaweed. I don't know what this turtle was. We'll say a she. She tried to pull off some of the seaweed, but there was too much, so she thought, The only thing I can do to unplug this drain is to eat the kelp. So she took mouthfuls and mouthfuls of kelp and seaweed, clearing the drain bit by bit, until all at once everything gave way, and, and the water gushed down the drain. It gushed and gushed, and the ocean began to drain very quickly. All the water ran down, creating a cyclone almost, that was sucking down pieces of kelp and other little tiny fishes and crabs. As the water drained, the bubble stopped quivering, the ocean went all the way back down to where it was supposed to go, and the beach was back in front of Astro's house. The Aquanauts were very glad. The guppy was still there, too, even though it was out of water. 
They had parked it when it was in the water next to Astro's house, but now it was out of the water. They had to get it back there. As the ocean went back, the great turtle left, waving its fins. The bubble popped with a loud sound. The air rushed in, nice and fresh, and the sun was out. Astro said, I didn't know there was a drain in front of my house for the ocean. I'll have to keep that clean now that I know it's here so we don't have any more floods like that. Captain Barnacle said, I'm glad everything turned out for the best. I'm glad we got safe. I'm glad your house wasn't destroyed, and I'm glad the Great Turtle was able to help us. Yeah, said True, and I'm glad we had the bubbles in your magic to protect you until then. Barnaby said, Oh, I'm so glad the sun's out. The rain has stopped. This is the best day ever. Dashie's knee was a little ouchy, but she was able to walk because of Peso's help. Quasi, who had been quiet this whole time, just said, Blimey, that was an adventure. The Aquanauts got back into their sub. Astro thanked them for coming in such a hurry to help. And she said goodbye to her friends, True and Barnaby, who jumped back into a yellow portal to go back to the Rainbow City. It's not Rainbow City. It's actually Rainbow World. That's what they call it. Okay. They went back to Rainbow World. True decided she was going to go back to bed because she had woken up in the middle of the night with all this flood water. She used her magic to clean out her house and dry everything off really quickly. And she thought, oh, I'm so glad I have such great friends. She curled back up on her big pink pillow with her little bit of hay and a bucket of water and went back to sleep, happy that things had turned out for the best. The end. Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you. Now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro is not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kid's room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.